official. Why watch that has had a second annual go at the, the, the Sundance Film Festival. 2018 did not disappoint. I don't know how you think about it, Critic, but I was super satisfied. Oh yeah, I thought it was a very successful film festival. Um, regardless of what my full experience was. Ah! <laughs> oh! Ow. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what we mean by that, if you want to check out our website, we give some tips on how to survive Sundance, especially when it comes to the altitude and things like that. And it sounds like the critic had a similar experience that I had last year. Well, I'm not going to start on... I have allergies. That's all I'm going to say. Some people people don't have respect. All right? Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. Before we get into the down and dirty, let's get into the absolute wonderful festival that we had uh you can check out our day uh, one if you want to that'll be somewhere on the website so uh, day one day two something day, like that yeah day one and day one and day two put together and mm-hmm. this is the culmination of all the days that we were there let's start with the films that we were able to capture oh. it was absolutely a great picking this year let's yeah. start off for me 8 30 in the morning on sunday was leave no trace wow yeah leave no trace mm. and of course you've got the deets on that and i can share real very briefly what that was about oh yeah um well it's direct written directed by deborah granick who mm. uh brought winter's bone to us put jennifer lawrence on the map for oh. that uh and it stars ben foster and a very young actress again here, a teenager, um, who Thomason Harcourt, I believe is her name, love the name, uh, playing his daughter. So you want to tell us what happened in that? Because we both saw this one. Hold on. We did. We did. Just Again, this is just an overview, listeners. We are not going to bore you for uh, 45 minutes. But this is uh, in the likeliness of Winter's Bone. Of course, we've got uh, a family secluded for a very specific reason. I don't think we're gonna give it away what the specific reason is, but the family's living in the wild. And living in the wild, they have to battle the elements, but soon have to battle uh, the others, shall we say, who Mm -hmm. impute in their lives and try to make sense of their lives. And at the end of it, the question is, can they maintain that kind of privacy or do they need to figure out a way to incorporate their lives with the rest of society? Does everybody make that transition and how that transition goes? So it's beautiful, beautiful story. Oh, loved it. This is uh, definitely top two for me, along with Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot. Yeah, Uh, definitely one to watch. Yeah. Now I'm going to go to Sorry to Bother You. Oh, sorry. Sorry to Bother You, which is one of the many films that starred Lakeith Stanfield. (laughs) It was his festival, wasn't it? It was. I mean, it has been, and I'm sure it will continue to be. Um, He stars as a telemarketer uh, who needs to help his uncle make money. Mm. He gets a little tip from somebody played by Danny Glover. (laughs) <laughs> who says, hey, brother, you got to find your white voice to make some money. And not your Will Smith white voice, your real white voice. <laughs> well, he does so, 
and things go completely out of hand. So this is a full-on satire. It's set in the Bay Area in Oakland. You get your comments on race, etc. Along with Lakeith Stanfield, Tessa Thompson plays his girlfriend who's a sign twirler. Uh, <laughs> Army Hammer. Army Hammer plays his boss who has a lot of problems. Uh, and we have other people involved okay boots riley directed it and wrote it <laughs> he sure did and if you know boots riley you can only imagine what he gives <laughs> us here uh it was this fully successful i have to say no but it was certainly entertaining well sorry to bother you sorry i missed it how about that mm. can we move on to what they had yeah what they had is a new movie coming out you'll sh you should see it later on uh this year it is a <laughs> whoa <laughs> Elizabeth uh, Chumko directed it and wrote it. Mm. And this was her first go at directing, which I was like, hats off to her. Wow. It stars Hilary Swank, Michael Shannon, Blythe Danner, oh. Forrest, or Robert Forrester. Hello, hmm. it was the world premiere, come on. And it is a story that takes place in Chicago about a family whose matriarch is suffering from dun, dun, dun. Alzheimer's disease yeah and it's in its full progression like it is moving forward fast and this family uh Blythe Danner is the matriarch the mother uh Robert Forrester is the father who's hanging on trying to maintain all normal uh normalcy however Blythe Danner keeps slipping out and finally has to call in their not a strange daughter but the daughter who doesn't come around much Hillary Swank and the brother who stayed at home the sibling you know there's always that sibling who stays at home uh, Michael mm. Shannon and as we progress through the holiday season they have to decide what they're gonna do with mom. Ah. and it is a tearjerker and I'm telling you in that theater it's hilarious laugh out loud funny but you will also find yourself wiping away that little tear so that is one to watch definitely in my top five yeah, and that actually comes out March 16th. Yeah, yeah. So not far away. I'm going to move into Yardy. Oh, my boy. Now, now, before I did that, I said Thompson Harcourt. I apologize. It's Thompson McKenzie and League No Trace. Now for Yardy. Yardy is probably the ref's uh, favorite movie that she didn't see. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> and this is because this is the directorial debut of Idris Elba. Now, this tells the story of a young guy in Jamaica who gets involved in crime, is transplanted to London, and brings the crime with him. And the thing is, his older brother was killed, and this guy wants to find the killer. Uh, there are lots of echoes of Scorsese, of Spike Lee, of uh, Luther, the TV show Idris is in. All of that's there. You can see his influences. You can hear the music. After all, he is a DJ. You get those rhythms. And I think that this, while it's very familiar, it's an assured directorial debut that we'll give you more information on in the future. Ooh, nice. Well said, well said. Uh, moving on, is it okay if we move on to Monster? <laughs> uh, if you want. <laughs> Monster. Ow. Monster is uh, uh, is a film that's directed by the famous Anthony Mandler, who does like music videos for Rihanna, like almost all of her videos. Empire, he's directed a lot of those things. 
and it has a pretty familiar cast. We've got Kelvin Harrison Jr., who was actually in Monsters and Men at the festival. Jeff mm-hmm. Wright, Jeffrey Wright, oh my gosh, my favorite. Jennifer Hudson, uh, Jennifer Yule, a number of other people. But we both got a chance to see Monster, and it takes place in Harlem, and it's about a kid who's this up-and-coming filmmaker. And mm. he's, a, he's in high school, and he's just, you know, gonna probably go to college, and his parents are well-to-do, but he gets mixed up with a Sap Rockies character. Mm. And we find that we're in a courtroom at this point. There's a, been a murderer. Yes, mm. a murder. Mm. And the question is, is this kid a monster? Or was he at the wrong place at the wrong time? Wow. Mm. Yeah, and you know, let's just move on. Yeah, stop it. It's definitely one to watch. You can go and check that out. What do you got? Next, uh, I'm going to go to one that surprised me. It is the surprise of the festival. Mm. Come Sunday. Oh, now, see, I didn't get to see that. Mm-hmm. Now, this is uh, based on the true story about... Carlton Pearson. Bishop uh, Carlton Pearson. <laughs> there you go. He is a, a bishop, a pastor. He um, was taken under the wing of Oral Roberts. Okay. And he led a, a flock of people that came from different backgrounds and races, which at the time was unheard of. Well, he gets a message from God that changes his ministry. But the question is, does everyone want to change with him or not? Uh-oh. So Come Sunday tells the story of that journey, and it is directed by Joshua Marston, who directed Maria Full of Grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stars Chiwetel Ejiofor as Bishop Pearson. His wife is played by Condola Rashad. Martin Sheen plays Oral Roberts. Jason Siegel <laughs> Jason Siegel plays one of his right-hand men. Danny Glover plays his uncle. And Keith Stanfield... There he is again! <laughs> ...plays the organist. <laughs> <laughs> now, look. <laughs> this is a Netflix film. It will be released on Netflix April 13th. And I'm telling you, whether you're religious or not, watching this cast work under the direction of Josh Marston, screenplay by Marcus Hinchy. It really was beautiful work, beautifully done. No one is painted as a villain. No one is painted as a saint. These are just people. There you go. Come Let's Sunday. plug in. You can go to our uh, interview section, and we got a, we got a wonderful interview with Joshua Marston. If you want to just get a little bit of background of how he thinks, uh, not with Come Sunday, but with another movie completely. Let's yeah. move on to another movie that I got to see that unfortunately we're talking about none other than the highly anticipated movie, Beirut. Yeah. Give us the deets. I mean, you know, the deets are, I really wanted to see this, but I couldn't make it. <laughs> I mean, that's the deets now. It is directed by Brad Anderson. It's written yeah. by Tony Gilroy. Jeez. And it stars John Hamm, Rosamund Pike, Dean Norris, Shay Wiggum, Larry Pine, and Mark Pellegrino, among others. Tell us, this is political thriller on steroids. What's going on? Good gracious. Well, we have to highlight the fact that Tony Gilroy wrote the first four born films, along with Michael Clayton. I mean, Rogue One at, uh, co-wrote that. It's one of those heady pieces that you can definitely anticipate uh, being in a theater near you, but it is an indie political mm. thi- political sci or excuse me sci fi a political thriller. 
Now that's a whole different genre. It's just don't go in there expecting Bourne series. Don't go in there expecting Michael Clayton. I would say it's like maybe a little bit of Bourne meets Syriana. Ah. It's it's definitely has an indie feel for it. John Hamm was born to play this role. Absolutely mm. born to play it. But I will say that it does get heady at times. We're talking about a guy who is closes deals. He negotiates stuff for uh the government, all sorts of between governments, and we see that he has a dark past and is called back to the place where he left Beirut for a very specific reason. He has to negotiate not only this situation between nations, but possibly his life. Mm. And the question is, is he successful at it? Or does he sacrifice ultimately himself for the sake of his country? Hmm. Wow. Ah. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. So yeah, it's a heady piece, very heady, um, but you will enjoy it, I would assume. And then we're going to end with, if there aren't any more, we're going to end with the last movie of the festival. That, uh, there are, was, I have one more. Oh, too. we have more, so go, 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 go. Yeah, and just so you know, Beirut comes out April 13th as well. Huh. The ref's full review you'll hear closer to there. So my final one to bring up before the ref closes us out is the Happy Prince. Oh, that's right. How yes. Now this is Rupert Everett's directorial debut. He also wrote the film. And this is about the final days of Oscar Wilde. Mm. So this is after he got out of prison. And the person who put him in there, he just can't quit him. <laughs> So we see his deterioration. We see him deal with the past. We see we see him in flashbacks. We see the people who are around him, some of them who really are trustworthy and love him, but he can't quite love them back because of this other relationship. So what I'll say is Rupert Everett, I think this was a smart choice for him as his directorial and writing debut. It was not perfect though. Um, so, you know, this really is for people who really love period pieces and who are really interested in this period in Oscar Wilde's life. Um, and of course, once this is released, I'll give you a little more than that. Ooh, uh, that was nice and, and quick. Last, we'll end it with the movie Burden that was directed and written by Andrew Heckla. Uh, and yes, Heckla. And it stars <laughs> uh, Garrett Hudlin, you saw him in Mudbound. Yep. Forrest Whitaker, you see him in everything. Andrea Riseborough, uh, Tom Wilkinson, hey. Mm. And mm, Usher, Usher Raymond, that's right, uh -oh. he's in it. And basically, it's a movie about the KKK. Oh. Yeah. And this young man, Michael Burton, who's named after, his rise within the ranks of it. He falls in love with like a single mom and everything changes from there. Now, the man who was born and raised and groomed, when I tell you the rise was real, he was groomed to be a, a leader in the Klan, soon finds himself living under the roof of a black Baptist preacher. Oh, <laughs> so you're gonna have to find out how in the world does a Klansman get under the roof of a black man and see how he changes from the inside out and whether it's truly successful or not 
I will say that this was a little surprise for me. There's some wonderful moments. It's lofty writing, but there's some wonderful moments. And I really enjoyed Usher Raymond's performance uh, in this. It was oh. very delightful. So if you want to check that out, I'm sure that's coming at you near. Uh, coming at you nearly soon somewhere in some platform. Now, you don't go anywhere, listeners, because we got you on lock. These were just snippets of our review. Mm. We'll give thorough reviews of all of these movies once it gets close to their release date. You can keep us locked here for the latest and greatest in festivals, movies, TV, and more.